0: Good morning from Decrypt Media. This is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show is your week in review. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Saturday, April 23rd, 2022. I'm recording this at 6.47 a.m. Eastern Day. Savings time, probably the earliest I've ever recorded a podcast. Eh, maybe not. Eh, well, it's pretty close. If not, it's pretty damn early. And the reason why I'm waking up so early is today is Earth Day. So there's a lot of different events popping around all over the district. So I am getting up, going over to the zoo where they have this EV event this morning. So I'm going to go take the car over there. Pop it over, tell people about the EV, do campaigning as well because it's kind of, it's right out of the district, but there's going to be a lot of people from the district coming in. Then I'm popping all over the district just to go to different events and meet different people. The primary, the primary election is only, what is today? It is 10 days away. So, you know, we're just gearing up for that. But anyway, we still got to come on and tell you about the news and give you today's prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And like I said, it's really early in the morning. It's 6.50 a.m. right now. Let's take a look at those prices. We have Bitcoin sitting at $39,607, down 2% in 24. It is. It was really bloody yesterday. Kind of had a little bit of like eh, a little up at the end, but it was bloody. Ethereum's at $2,958, down 1.3% in 24. Tellers number three, Binance Coin is 405, down 1%. And USDC's number 5. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Solana, Terra Luna, Cardano, and Avalanche. Total market cap. We're at 1.84 trillion, BTC dominance of 40.8, and F dominance of 19.3. And moving into our weekend review of the biggest headlines of the week. First is Coinbase. They announced their NFT marketplace and they officially launched their beta launch, their beta access to their first bunch of customers. And this is six months after they were teasing it. And right now, like I said, the NFT marketplace is in its beta launch. And so there's a lot of people on a wait list, like millions of people signed up for this. And so they're going to be added to the platform in the order they signed up. So if they signed up as number three, they're the third person to be in the beta or in the NFT marketplace. And if you're number one million and three, you're going to have to wait for the other 1 million and 2 people to be added before you are. Now, the cool thing about Coinbase NFT Marketplace is that it's going to aggregate listings across marketplaces, with a rep telling Decrypt that any NFT for sale on the Ethereum blockchain will be searchable, which is pretty big and powerful. On that note, uh, the price of Zero X this hit almost a five-month high, and it's because Coinbase partnered with them. Coinbase has selected Zero X protocol and to power its newly launched social media NFT marketplace thanks to the protocol's ability to offer low transaction costs compared to other competing chains. ZeroX is an open-source, decentralized protocol created by ZeroX Labs. Initially, it was launched on Ethereum. It currently allows for peer-to-peer exchange of tokenized assets across a growing number of blockchains, including Polygon, BNB, Avalanche, Phantom. Earlier this year, it launched its V4 protocol, Enabling projects to offer swaps between NFTs. Similar to like token swaps, NFT swaps allow users to trade one digital collectible for another. I don't know if you can hear the tiredness, the mourning in my voice. <laughs> I'm trying to keep the, the, the noise level down too. So we'll, we'll, we'll get through this. We'll get through this. Anyway, uh, this isn't news, but it was a, think, a really interesting read. It was by Kobe. It was called ApeCoin and the Death of Staking. And in one quote he mentioned in there, it was like this, says, these modern staking mechanisms do not have any function in the ecosystem of which they belong. They do not do anything in any practical or technical sense. They don't make the ecosystem more robust. They are a shell game, using the name of a different thing to obfuscate their actual purpose, which is to encourage less selling. So people can stake, hodl their ape coin or other cryptos, while basically the founders or people who are whales or whatever can slowly sell their stakes <laughs> sell their coins well actually after reporting about that john a crypto attorney wrote in he's a listener of the show somebody i actually met in real life and he said hey matthew i read the article by kobe on apecoin the death of staking thanks for putting the link in the show notes as always wink thanks john marty did you hear that Marty, I'm going to be ragging on Marty for the next week. We're going to me and Marty have a good back and forth already. I love it. Anyway, he continues to say, I agree with Kobe's thesis, and I think he makes some really compelling points. I've been leery about staking platforms promising ridiculous yields for a while now because they seem totally unsustainable, and I agree with that. It seems to me that unless staking rewards are being paid with revenues generated for something that is actually creating value in an ecosystem, for example, percentage of trading fees or like commissions on NFTs, it's not real value and can't last. I'm lucky enough to have a few bored apes. Damn, okay, a few bored apes. Good man. For which I received a bunch of ape coins as a result. But I voted against the ape ApeDAO's initial staking proposal, and I'm not a fan of the current proposal either. Awarding tokens simply for staking, or as a bribe not to sell, as Kobli optimally puts it, they lose the value of the token. It's the same as how printing dollars dilutes the value of dollars already in circulation. Flooding the ecosystem with more of a currency only serves to dilute the supply already in existence. Basic Econ 101. I would love to see stake return to being more of a reward for providing a service or to be derived from revenue or something more tangible, as opposed to simply shuffling money around among ecosystem participants. Too often, people in crypto are expecting to get rich immediately. Whenever staking rewards are 10,000% or something absurd, then you can be sure that the value of whatever is being paid at that rate is going to have some serious market pressure pushing it away way down. And that's not good for anyone. That's my two cents. Thanks again for sharing the article. Have a great day. John, crypto lawyer. I 100% agree with him. We've seen this so many times. I've said it so many times. If you hear these huge APYs, sure, they're going to pay you out for a certain amount of time. Maybe you just want to get like a little bit of payout for a month if it doesn't get hacked, if they don't rug you or whatever. Uh, But it's unsustainable. MakerDAO, the decentralized organization behind the DAI stablecoin. They announced this week the protocol's upcoming deployment on Ethereum's Layer 2 scaling solution, StarkNet. The launch is slated for April 28th, which is five days from now. StarkNet is produced by an Israeli company, Starkware. StarkNet is a layer-2 scaling solution for the Ethereum blockchain. It uses the cryptography known as ZK Rollups, which lets blockchain networks like Ethereum process large batches of transactions quickly and cheaply. And because it leverages 0 knowledge technology, it also preserves a significant portion of users' privacy. The NBA launched its NFT collection this week, 18,000 assets called The Association. Each NFT represents a real NBA player in the playoffs this year. There will be 75 NFTs of each player from the 16 different NBA teams. The cool thing about these NFTs is that traits will evolve over the course of the playoffs based on each player's real-life performance, meaning that certain number of dunks, blocks, and three-pointers, rebounds, assists will all change the player's image. The NFT backgrounds will also change based on the player's team's performance. So that's pretty cool. OKCoin announced this week that they're launching their own NFT marketplace. Hong Fang, CEO of OKCoin, said this. We are launching a free market for NFTs where prices and profits will be determined by supply and demand, more so than anywhere else. Web3 is about restoring economic power to the people. And at OKCoin, we are doing our part by granting as much sovereignty to individuals as possible when it comes to their money. And now their art. The FBI, the United States Treasury Department, and Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency has co-released a cybersecurity advisory on North Korea's state-sponsored efforts targeting the blockchain and cryptocurrency industry. The report specifically cites several target areas of the industry, including exchanges, decentralized finance protocols, venture capital funds, and individual hodlers of large amounts of crypto-related assets. So, in this article, they also tell you how to mitigate these attacks. This week also had a major hack. Why not? Because this is crypto, right? Just keep having hacks. Beanstalk Farms, an Ethereum-based stablecoin protocol, was exploited for $182 million last week. The attack was flagged on Twitter by blockchain security firm Peckshield, which said the attacker made away with at least $80 million in crypto, although the losses suffered by the protocol were much larger. The market for Beanstalk Bean stablecoin collapsed as a result, At press time, I reported it. It was down 86%. And like I told you in the show, it went from a dollar, their peg, a stable coin, down to 12 cents. That's really bad for a stable coin. And then it bounced back up to like 20 cents and then back down. And it was like 16 cents when I first uh, reported this story. And then, well, I don't know what it is at right now. Let's actually, let's take a look. You want to look with me? Let's take a look. Bean stock. So Bean is sitting at 13.2 cents. It is pretty much stable that way at 13.2 cents. What a rough week. Is it going to recover back up to a dollar? We have no clue. But the interesting caveat to this whole story is that this hacker stole all these funds and then donated $250,000 of the stolen funds to the Ukrainian relief wallet. Now, here comes the moral dilemma. To recover these funds, do you call up the Ukrainians and say, hey, you got to give that back because it's stolen funds? I mean, you know where it went you know but they need it and so that's the moral dilemma and that's what i want to know are they going to call them and say hey you got to give that back or are they going to let them keep it and finally in some news that i think is kind of depressing because if this actually exists and it actually works uh it is going to be available not for you probably but for very rich people or very big companies this Dynaset Singularity DAO's AI-powered investment tool is basically beating the markets. It's beating the markets on Bitcoin and Ethereum by 15 to 20%. This is a tool that can be deployed to trade the markets so you always have up only. Um, and it's working. That's kind of something I want to keep my eye on. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I apologize that... I had probably mush mouth this morning. I recorded this so many times. and made so many edits because I just, it's too early for this. But I hope that you got your news. I hope that you enjoy your day. I hope that you have a great weekend. And I will see you Monday. And until Monday, happy huddling, everyone.